I'm Erin Holt, and this is the Functional Nutrition Podcast, where we lean into intuitive functional medicine. We look at how diet, our environment, our emotions, and our beliefs all affect our physical health. This podcast is your full-bodied, well-rounded resource. I've got over a decade of clinical experience, and because of that, I've got a major bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model. They're both failing so many of us. But functional medicine isn't the panacea that it's made out to be either. We've got some work to do, and that's why creating a new model is my life's work. I believe in the ripple effect, so I founded the Functional Nutrition Academy, a school and mentorship for practitioners who want to do the same. This show is for you if you're looking for new ways of thinking about your health and you're ready to be an active participant in your own healing. You'll get things here that you won't get other places. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. I would love for you to follow the show, rate, review, and share because you never know whose life you might change. And of course, keep coming back for more. Now give me the mic so I can take it away. Hello, my friends, we're back. Let me start off the show with some listener love. I totally forgot to do it last week. So this is from Jane Eitzman Nyhoff. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. She said, yesterday's carb compatibility project orientation call really stuck with me. As a woman that has lived through way too many food and diet evolutions in my lifetime, I realized how clouded my food and body beliefs really are. Through all of those diet evolutions, this is the first time we have intentionally talked about the mental aspect before we even start. Thank you for not only discussing it, but giving me some tools right out of the gate. Heck yes. Last week on the show, we talked about intuitive functional medicine, and this comment really encapsulates why we need it. We need a new way. We need a new approach. We cannot keep doing the same thing over and over and over and crossing our fingers and hoping and praying for different results. We can't just keep putting people on a standard cookie cutter diet. We have to bring on board the emotions and the mentality and the energetics behind all of it. Okay. Now, if you're new to this show, welcome. So glad to have you here. This show was not created for practitioners. It was created for people looking to learn more about health so that they could improve their health. Along the way, over the past six years, I have amassed a pretty strong practitioner following, however. And twice a year, we open enrollment for my practitioner training, FNA, or the Functional Nutrition Academy. We do it once in the spring, and we do it once in the fall. So during those two months out of the year, I tend to do more practitioner-forward episodes. Currently, we are in an open enrollment, so this is going to be one such episode. I just want to give you a heads up about this. Like I said, in case you're new to the show and you're like, what's the vibe here? It's usually for, I don't know, what, the lay person, the person just looking to improve their health. But once in a while, we... Uh, I speak directly to practitioners. And I tend to do that in one of two ways. I talk to them clinically about clinical practice. um, And usually the average person gets to benefit from that because they're learning about health too. The second way that I do and that I talk to practitioners and I mentor practitioners is through the business side of things, which to me also include some mindset. So I kind of put business and mindset in one category. And that's what we're going to drill into and focus on today. 
I know that I have a lot of non-practitioners who are also business owners. So if that's you, this show is for you today. All right. So by now, everybody should know if they're in the right place. Once in a while, a piece of information will come in and it might be a statement. It might be a turn of phrase. It might be just a new way of looking at things. But when you hear it, it feels like it unlocks something in you. It makes you think differently about things in such a way that it has the potential and the power to like fundamentally change something in your life for the better, I might add. Um, An example of this, I was listening to Layla Delia and she said, shout out to my former self. She understood the assignment. And that has stuck with me. When I heard that, it was like, it unlocked something in me. It was like, I just like felt my cells rearrange. And I stopped looking at former iterations of myself with like judgment and like, what the hell was she doing? And I started looking back with like deep gratitude and reverence and respect being like, damn, they all got me here. So that's kind of what I mean by we hear something and it changes something. And honestly, that's like one of the major reasons that I love purchasing courses and listening to courses. I'm always enrolled in something. I'm always participating in like multiple programs at once. I love listening to different people teach on different concepts. It just, it super inspires me and charges me up and um, allows me to see things and think about things differently. So what if that could happen for you on today's show? What if you set yourself up in the expectant state for that to happen? Because we know that the expectant state actually can dictate the outcome of something because of the way that our brain works. We, we actually start to seek out evidence. It's part of how the placebo effect works. We expect something to work and it does. So if you expect to hear something in today's show that will change you positively, will impact something positively. If, you, if you're tuning in with the expectant state, it actually will happen. And this is my intention in creating and recording the show. Just allow, we're going to talk about allowing later, allow something I say to supercharge you, to inspire you, to get you to do something that you haven't done before. Okay. That's my intention. So anyway, last month I posted on Instagram, What are your biggest challenges or struggles or obstacles with running a private practice or a business? And I got a lot of responses. And when I was reviewing through them, I realized that each and every response could be dropped into one of two categories, too much or not enough. So the not enough challenges look like not enough clients, not enough money, not feeling good enough about what you offer, not enough trust in oneself, not enough confidence. And that's really what we're going to focus on today. So be sure to stay till the end if that's your bag. But I also want to briefly speak into the too much stuff. The too much challenges look like too much to handle, too much to do, too much burnout, too much marketing, too much social media, too much overwhelm. Where do I even get started? Now, if you've been asking, where do I start for two, three, four, five years now, this is what I'm going to tell you. You just have to get started. Whatever it is, creating the LLC, putting the offer out there, creating the program, whatever it is, you gotta get started. And in order to do that, you have to stop telling yourself a story that there is one 
right way to do it. There isn't. Anyone that's telling you that there's one right way to do anything, it's bullshit. I built an entire career out of doing things my own way. And I'm going to give you a few quick examples because I really want you to see that you cannot mess this up. It just, just getting started. The only way to screw this up, the only way to mess it up is to not get started. So I have a program. It's a uh, 21 day nutrition program called eat to achieve. And I created it in 2011, I believe is when it, when I first started it. And do you want to know, I think it was 2011, maybe 2010. Anyway, do you want to know how it started? I literally emailed people word docs through email. So every night I would create a Word doc. It would be like, here's why quinoa is so great. And I would email it to people who signed up the next day. And that was the program. They got an email with a Word doc attachment every single day for 21 days. That was it. That's how I got started. And now like thousands upon thousands of people have gone through Eat to Achieve over the past, what, 12 years? Um, YHR, your hormone revival. I have a three-month hormone program. And I was like, gosh, I want to do this. And so I just started building it. I mapped it out and then I figured it out. I taught myself how to create an online program through Teachable. I just Google searched and I searched and I Googled. Like that was it. I taught myself how to do it so that I could get started. I didn't want to create a whole bunch of barriers for myself. I'm like, what's the simple, easy way? That, I'm going to do that. FNA, Functional Nutrition Academy. It's a 14-month practitioner training program. Want to know how it started out? I had no website. I didn't even have so much as a page on a website for FNA. I literally made a PDF in Canva. And I emailed it to people who were interested. This is back in what, 2019? Yeah, 2019, I think. Um, just emailed it to people. I went on Instagram. I was like, is anybody interested in this? And people were like, I am. I'm like, cool. I'll email you details with this Canva PDF attachment. And guess what? Today, these programs combined have pulled in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But in order to do that, I just had to start. I had to start. I had to create a Word doc. I had to create a Canva PDF. I had to start somewhere. So all the time and energy you spend thinking about how do I get started, all of that energy could be funneled in to just getting started and then iterating after you start. So do something and then put it out into the world and then iterate change, tweak, refine, iterate, iterate, iterate. That is my entire career. That's how I've done it. Now, if this is something that you get stuck on or you struggle with, definitely tune back in on Thursday because on Get Lifted Thursday this week, I am releasing one of the FNA business modules, kind of unpacking this concept of just getting started, finding clients, and uh, how to iterate. It's a little snippet, but it's a good one. I actually, I was trying to find, um, I went back to to watch it because I wanted to find a practice to give you that I'm going to give you at the end of this, this show. Um, and I started watching it and I watched all like 22 minutes of it because it was so good and it was helping me with something I'm working through right now. So it's a good one. So I'm going to release it on Thursday, like I said. This is 20 minutes, but there's 
over 32 hours of business content in the Functional Nutrition Academy. We're always adding more. We actually just had a student share that because of the business content, she was able to make back her investment in the program by month six. She said that August was my best month ever in my business. I would have never even thought to create anything like this before enrolling in FNA. So thank you, Erin Holt and Team FN. So we're always funneling in FNA. We're always funneling ideas to you throughout the curriculum and the business modules. And we even have a monthly business chat where you can literally ask me anything. One promise that I uphold and I feel really strongly about is I'm an open book. I am fully transparent when it comes to the ins and outs of my business because I know how important that is when we're starting businesses or when we're growing businesses. It's really, it's really important and supportive to have other people to bounce ideas off of or ask like, hey, what's your policy on this? I just think it's, it's uh, priceless. Let's take a quick break so we can talk about Element. I'm so pumped to hear that you guys are digging this stuff. I knew you would. It's so freaking tasty. I did get a question about sodium. Somebody asked if I was concerned with the sodium content, and the answer is not at all. In fact, that's why I sought out Element as my electrolyte drink of choice. Active athletes, especially during hot weather, can lose up to seven grams of sodium per day just through sweat alone. And in order to replete that, to replace that, we need both water and sodium so we can reestablish appropriate and proper hydration. I'm active. I like to do hot yoga. Honestly, on my hot yoga days, I actually double down on Element. I know many of you are active as well. So this is something that we really should be mindful of. Salt has been villainized. It's not the bad guy. We need salt. We need minerals. We need electrolytes. And if you want to do it in a yummy way, Element is your thing. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. So that's eight packets for free with any element order. It's a great way to try the flavor, see what you like. And you can get it at drinkelement.com forward slash funk. The deal is only available through my link. You got to go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash funk. You also get a no questions asked refund. So try it risk-free. You're going to love it. So I'm a big fan of rituals. I think they can help us feel connected, grounded, and anchored, which is so much of what we need right now. My current evening ritual is to make my mellow magnesium drink and listen to a Manifest Your Health meditation. Ned's Mellow Magnesium is a powerful daily magnesium supplement. It's literally my favorite magnesium. It has amino acids, trace minerals that promote memory, mood, brain function, stress response, nerve and muscle health, and sleep. The majority of American adults are deficient in magnesium, which is a mineral that's essential to hundreds of functions in the body. This is one of those nutrients we absolutely burn through during periods of stress, and low magnesium can contribute to even more feelings of stress and anxiety. Mellow also contains GABA and L-theanine, which have anti-anxiety effects. Lavender berry is my favorite flavor, and it is very pretty. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code FUNK. Go to helloned.com forward slash FUNK or enter code F-U-N-K at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash F-U-N-K to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. But anyway, going back to the topic at hand, I'm thinking about Jane's comment about the CCP that I read at the very start of this episode, my listener love comment. Nobody told me that the exact right 
thing to do was to start a four-week nutrition program with 90 minutes of taking people on a magical mystery tour of their subconscious. Nobody told me like, oh, this is the right thing to do. But that's what felt right and true and authentic to me. And so 12, almost 13 years into this thing, this business, I just keep following what feels right and true and authentic to me because there is no one right first first step. The truth is all of it gets to work. It really does. You can look at somebody doing one thing one way and you can look at somebody else doing the same thing a different way and they can both have success. It's not about the strategy necessarily. It's about does that strategy feel in alignment with you and your values and what you want to do and what you want to birth and what you want to bring into the world? What feels good and exciting and expansive and fun and aligned to you? Do that thing. Start there. If you're like, where do I start? That's the place. And that's what is meant by aligned action. I'm sure you've heard that term before. It is you're taking action steps. You're making decisions. You're moving forward based on what feels aligned to you. And if you're like, well, I don't know what that is. I'm going to ask you this question. And this might be something you pause and you write down and then you journal about it later. And for some of you, you might know the answer right away. If I could wave a magic wand, I wish I had a sound effect here. Like, I don't know. Do magic wands make sounds? Maybe not. Let's just pretend I can wave a magic wand to immediately clear out all of your self-doubt, any self-consciousness, any fear. If I could do that, what would you do in your business or in your practice right now? So if all the self-doubt, self-consciousness, and fear just got sucked out, what would you do right now for your business, for your practice? And there you have it. That is the aligned action. So a lot of us kind of deep down inside know what we need to do, but we're holding ourselves back. Why? Because of self-doubt or fear. In episode 199, Creating Space for You to Exist in Your Life and Work, that would be a good episode to tune into, by the way. Um, I said, if your goal is growth, expansion, or visibility, there is one thing you must understand. You can only expand as far as your nervous system deems safe. So part of your strategy is to identify what parts of growing or expanding or being seen do not feel safe to you. If there's a strong part of you that is afraid of the thing you say you want, you will have a hard time calling it in. So that's why in business, it's important to understand our deep beliefs and our fears and our self-doubt and have practices to move through them. Now, when I was looking at the Instagram responses and realized that I'm like, oh, people are either saying it's too much or they're saying it's not enough or they're saying both at once, it immediately made me think of uh, this poem from my favorite poet, Nayara Wahid. She says, what about this theory? The fear of not being enough and the fear of being too much are exactly the same fear. The fear of being you. Now, who doesn't feel that like deep in their bones, right? We are sort of oscillating and carrying both all at once. And ultimately, 
it is the it's uh, the fear of really owning and embodying and showcasing who we truly are at our core. But if we can strip away those fears of being us, which I do recognize and I acknowledge this is a process and we're always sort of working on and working through this. But when we do it, when we're able to do this, you create an attraction point where the people who need your work can find your work. And I use that word intentionally because the biggest submission that was sent to me, by far the biggest struggle that people shared was getting clients or finding clients, which is how most people phrased it, finding clients. Where do I find clients? How can I find clients? And I, it's interesting to me because I really look at this and I approach this so fundamentally different. I don't, I've never looked at where do I find clients? I look at it as I allow clients to find me. I view it, it's almost like I shine like a lighthouse, kind of like a beacon for the ships that are lost at sea. And this allows the right people to find me, like my soulmate clients, real aligned relationships, people that click in, people that are an exact match for what I'm offering. And it's funny because this has always been my approach and people all the time say, they literally say, I found you. I found you through X, Y, Z. I found you when. I found you this way. I found you. And you might be thinking, well, that's a little easy for you to say. It's a different situation because you have over 100,000 followers on Instagram and you know a podcast with tens of thousands of listeners. But I want you to know this. I want you to understand this. I want you to hear me. People were saying that to me well before I had a large audience or a podcast. People would tell me, I found you on a flyer at a yoga studio. I found you because a friend sent me your newsletter. I found you through your business card at my chiropractor. I found you through my physical therapist. I found you. People were telling me they found me long before I had a big audience. So again, this is why I don't really think about it as finding clients. I think we could have a reframe on this. It's, it's less about finding clients and it's more about attracting clients to us, calling them in toward us. I truly believe that when I am authentically me, when I allow the fear of being me to sort of dissolve, when I am living out my medicine, that creates a type of magnetism that attracts the exact right people to me. And this gets to be true for you too. And that's why so much of business is not just focusing on external invisible growth, but also the inner work and the inner growth too. Now, I mentioned this on last week's Get Lifted Thursday episode, but I'll remind you here, Energetics of Expansion is a course where we go into all of this, the inner work, the inner growth. Right now it's on sale um, for $8.88 through the end of September and um if you join FNA, if you're an FNA student, you get free access to this. So if you're planning to join FNA, don't also buy energetics of expansion that's baked into the curriculum. Um, but I wanted to share that with you. I saw this on Instagram. This is from Brandon Collinsworth. 
He wrote, if you don't embody it, you shouldn't be teaching it. If you don't live it, you shouldn't be leading it. If you don't practice it, you shouldn't be promoting it. That is integrity. And I think it's hard to practice alignment without integrity. And sometimes I actually think that they are one in the same. And so that's what I mean when I say, when I am authentically me, when I am living out my medicine, that attracts the exact right people to me. It is the the authenticity, it is the integrity, it is the alignment that allows people to find me. Now, last week we talked about divine feminine and divine masculine aspects as it relates to our approach to medicine, healthcare, and health. But the same stuff, the very same stuff can be applied to business as well. And so much of business, historically speaking, has been kind of like masculine qualities, like drive, push, strategy, logic, reason, linear. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that these things don't work. Listen, I am a hustler baby. I just want you to know, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that hard work and strategy and structure did not go into building and growing my business. It did, but it's got to be a blend of both. I mentioned aligned action before, and the way I think about it is like the alignment is the feminine and then the action is the masculine. We need both. We need both. You can build a whole ass business in your head and never take any action steps. And guess what? You don't have a business. And the flip side of that is true. You can be all action, but if it, if there's no alignment behind it, if there's not that integrity behind it, if there's not that authenticity behind it, like what are you building this build this business for? You know, that's when the wheels start to come off the train. That's when we, we stop creating sustainability and uh, a regenerative business. And that's when things can get out of hand and not feel fun. That's when we burn out. So we have to also embrace the divine feminine. And part of this is embracing the art of allowing, right? Allowing is an aspect of the divine feminine. Back in episode 215, business growth, expansion, and going viral. And by the way, I'll link up these episodes that I'm referencing um, in the show notes in case you want to just like do a deep dive, like all things business. Um, But in that episode, I talked about egg wisdom, which is a concept that I got from Kate Northrup in her book, Do Less. And she's talking about the egg, like from our ovaries. She says, the egg simply sits there in all her fertile eggness, simply being the egg. As she sits there, she emits a signal that tells the sperm that she's ready and available. Let the egg be the model of our attraction in terms of our very blueprint for how to manifest what we want. The egg is really good at allowing. She's the perfect leader for us in what it looks and feels like to allow our desires to come to us. She is not lazy. But she also doesn't waste her precious energy and resources running all around the uterus, looking for the sperm or worrying about whether it's coming. And so I was referencing egg wisdom when I was talking about calling in and attracting and allowing clients to find me. We can really use the same concept. And I I love what she says about wasting precious energy and resources. It makes me think of um, someone I follow on Instagram, Violetta Plushakova. She was talking about pandering to the algorithm and chasing likes is a massive distraction. That's what she said. And I was like, oof. So how much, this is something for you to consider, how much of your precious energy and resources are you putting into alignment? 
to living out your medicine, to embodying what you teach, and how much of your precious energy and resources are you putting into running all around, distracting yourself with everything you think you should be doing. That that really can make us feel like, oh, we're so busy, we're being so productive. But is it really productive? Or is it just a distraction? Because I think this is the part of what, this is part of what leads us to that like too muchness, the too much struggles, too much workload, right? It's too much for me to handle. But are you really, really, really prioritizing what should be prioritized? You know, obviously sitting here, I don't know the ins and outs of your business, so I can't say for sure what your priority should be. This is something that I help you unpack in F&A, um, but it's something to consider. Really think about this as it relates to your own business. And we're going to quickly interrupt this discussion to shout out our show sponsors. I've got a fun Organifi offer for you, so get ready because I know how much you love these. When you get the Sunrise to Sunset kit, you can also enjoy a free 30-day sample of Pure for a limited time. The Sunrise to Sunset kit helps transform your entire day in three easy steps. A detoxifying morning reset with the green juice, an afternoon energy boost, caffeine-free with the red juice, that's my fave, and a nighttime relaxation tea with the gold, which is like a yummy anti-inflammatory golden milk type situation all packed with superfoods that your body will love. You get an awesome bundle savings on this kit, and for a limited time, you get a 30-day supply of the Brain Boosting Blend Pure for free. Pure helps to repair, protect, and feed your brain cells. Keep that sweet, sweet brain of yours nice and healthy. If you want to save an additional 20% and get free shipping, head to Organifi.com forward slash funk. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash F-U-N-K. You've probably heard that the human body is mostly water, but what you probably don't know is that everything else in your body is about 50% amino acids. These building blocks of life are essential for health and for fitness. No matter how you like to move, whatever you do to stay fit, amino acids are essential. This is why Keon Aminos is my fundamental supplement for fitness. I drink them every day, usually a couple of times a day, for muscle and for recovery. Keon Aminos is backed by over 20 years of clinical research, has the highest quality ingredients, no fillers, no junk, undergoes rigorous quality testing, and tastes really good. So if you want to naturally boost your energy, build lean muscle, and enhance athletic recovery, you need to get Keon Aminos. You can now save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. Just go to getkeon.com forward slash funk. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N.com slash F-U-N-K to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Okay, now I want to give you some like actual, uh, an actual practice to do, a call in practice to call in the client. So if everyone was like, where do I find clients? And I'm saying, you don't need to go out like searching the world high and low for clients. What if you called them in? I want to give you the exact practice that I use for this or one of the practices that I use for this. But before we get into that, we have to talk about two things. The first one is your self-perceived value. And the second one is your confidence. Because the not enoughness came in the form of this, not just not enough clients, but not being good enough. Imposter syndrome. Wondering if anyone will really want my help. Worrying that people won't put their trust in me as a practitioner. 
And so if this, if, if these are some of your struggle points, I want to, oh, I'm just, I just don't feel like I'm good enough or people won't think I'm good enough. I want to ask you this. Do you put your trust in you? Do you believe in what you're doing? Do you value what you offer? Do you believe that what you offer provides value? Because here's the truth, you need to see the value in what you offer before you can start to call in and attract clients. Like you really need to see this value. And what I'm not trying to do is give you like a false, inflated, unrealistic sense of confidence. False confidence can be a real liability. If you overstate what you can deliver on, that is a way to lose trust really fast. So I'm not just here to give you like a rah-rah pep talk. Sometimes lack of confidence is a mindset game, and that's what we tend to hear a lot about, especially in the coaching and the business space. Energetics of expansion goes into a lot of this because some of us really need help with like bolstering our confidence. We've got, we've got the skill. We just need to believe that we've got the skill. We have to believe in ourselves. But sometimes lack of confidence is actually lack of skill. It's actually a skill game. It's not a mindset game. It's a skill set game. And you might actually need more training, more guidance, more education, more mentorship, more practice to hone your skill set enough to really feel good about it. It's not always a fake it until you make it situation. Um, So you kind of have to know, you have to know yourself enough to say, is this a skill game? Do I need to enhance the skill? Or is this a mindset game? Do I need to just work on the mindset? like the inner work, the inner growth, or is it both? And what really got me thinking about this, there's this interesting trend that we see with FNA applications. And we've seen it for a couple of years now. And I don't think that I've talked about it publicly on the show before, but it's the, the trend goes something like this. The people with the most credentials are usually the ones lacking the most confidence. And it's a little puzzling, a little bit of a head scratcher. So they'll write into their application or they'll say on a discovery call with us, I don't even know if I know enough to be here. And these are, this is like NPs or chiropractors, people with a lot of education behind them versus those who tend to have less robust training or credentials. Um, And this tends to be more of like the health coaches that apply that maybe have done a six-month or 12-month online training. They tend to be the cohort that tell us, "Mm, I think I actually might know too much to be here. Like, I'm not really sure FNA can teach me anything that I don't already know. And I'm laughing because it's just like, we we always just look at each other like, I don't even know. We don't even know how to we don't even know how to speak into this. Um, And so I've thought a lot about this and I have a theory about this because in dietetic school, I remember this, I've talked to my friends and my peers about this. They really do drill into you. And I, I can't speak to other like credentialing programs, but I know in dietetic school, and I'm sure this is elsewhere too, they really drill into you. You have to stay in your lane. And, um, there's kind of this belief of like, either you'll never really know enough to really help people. And I joke about that, but that's like a little bit of the backdrop of like, stay in your lane, like don't punch above your weight, stay here. 
And I know a lot of dietitians that went on to work in hospital settings and sometimes they feel like a little bit browbeaten by some of the doctors or their physicians that they work with. There's almost this like this this belief that like nutrition professionals are less than or they're looked down upon. So this message has a tendency to be reinforced throughout the career. And so it we what can happen is you can kind of internalize this belief like gosh, I really don't know enough to help people. Whereas on the flip side of that, health coaching school, and I can say this because I went to a health coaching school as well. Um, they start instilling confidence in you right out of the gate. Like it's this idea of like, you know, everything you need to know to start helping somebody right now. And in a lot of ways, I think that's so wonderful because it is so important, but it has the potential to instill false confidence in somebody. And confidence without skill can be just as problematic as skill without confidence. Skill without confidence, you're not bringing your help and your expertise and your medicine out into the world. That's not good. But confidence without skill, that can actually be quite harmful, especially in the health field. And so that is really the primary foundation of the Functional Nutrition Academy. We teach you and we equip you with the appropriate education and skill set and the mentorship but we also bake in so much of the personal growth work as well, which is why so many testimonials you hear from FNA students is like, this was the, the best investment I could have ever made for my own personal growth, not just professional. Okay, so I bring all of this up because I really want to drive home the point that in order to call in clientele, you have to believe in the value of your work. And if confidence feels flaky and shaky, you kind of have to drill into like, where is the lack of confidence? Do I actually just need more education or more training behind me to feel more confident? Or do I know that I have plenty of education and training and guidance? I just need more of a mindset shift in order to move forward. Okay, so now let's go into this call-in practice that I love. And the very first, and this is a journal practice. I do this as a journal practice, so like actual pen to paper, writing it out. So I want you to listen through and then pause and come back and write these down into a journal, like pen to paper. The first question is, how does your offer or your services or your work change people's lives? And if you don't believe that it can, this is where you must start. Okay. If you don't believe in you, if you don't believe in your work, then how are you going to call in people to that do? That's just not the way it works. So you really want to think about how does your offer or your work change people's lives? And to continue to drill into this, what positive results do people experience when they work with you? How does it positively impact their life? How does it positively impact those around them. So let me give you a real few real world examples to help to anchor this point home. A couple of weeks ago, I shared that somebody that went through the carb compatibility project, she was a teacher and she said, oh my gosh, I'm starting to eat this way. I'm changing, you know, my energy is changing. I have so much patience. She was a teacher. And so this, this changed the way that she interfaced with her students in school, right? So she felt better. And by her feeling better, all of the students in her class got to reap the benefit of the teacher feeling good, having more patience, having more energy, having more vibrancy. That is a real ripple out effect. So 
that is what I think about when I am getting into the energy of marketing the CCP. I'm like, I recognize that by people fueling themselves better, they're going to feel better. And this not only helps them, but it's going to help everybody around them. Okay. So that's one example. Another example is FNA. I know that people bring their dreams to life in this program. I have seen it multiple times over. And I know that when we are living out our purpose, when we are living out our passion, we are happier, healthier, more whole humans. I've seen people make really significant changes to their finances, and so their entire family gets to benefit. I've seen people pull themselves out of jobs that they absolutely hated and start their own private practice. So people are really growing and expanding on like a soul mission level. But beyond that, there is this amazing ripple out effect that they get to help clients in a new, more profound, uh, well-rounded, deeply supportive way. You know, I just posted something uh, on Instagram today talking about functional providers and how not all functional providers provide in the same way. And in the comments, there are people sharing their experience that they've been burned by functional medicine practitioners, by functional nutritionists in the past. And it, it makes me feel so good to be able to um, support and train clinicians in such a way that they can deeply support lots of people with like compassion and understanding and tools to help them feel better. Like that just makes me so happy. And so that's what I'm thinking about when I am marketing FNA or we have an, an open enrollment cycle. It's not just the individual impact. Uh, it's like the huge, massive ripple out effect of each and every single person that joins. There's like a line of people behind them that get to benefit. So I really want you to think about this. Those are some examples in my work, but I want you to think about your work. You work with somebody, what benefit do they derive? How does that impact their life in a positive way? And how might it impact people around them as well? Now, if you've never, ever, ever had a client before, you can do this for yourself. Chances are you've led yourself through your own health journey. Chances are you've experienced benefit. Chances are that benefit has benefited more than just you. So you can even map that out for yourself. And again, tune back in on Thursday because I'll walk you through that a little bit more as well. Okay. The next question that you want to write down is how do people feel when they find my work. How do people feel when they find my work? And so this might be a little puzzling for you. So I want, I want you to imagine someone's work that you absolutely love. Someone's work who has like completely changed your life or it's impacted you in a very powerful and positive way. How did you feel when you found their work? How do you, how do you feel when you engage with their work. And now knowing this, having this information for yourself, how do you want people to feel when they find your work? So I really want you to get into the energy of how you want people to feel. So I'll use some examples. This is like a little, I don't know, it's a little embarrassing to share my own, but I want to give you real world examples so you know what I'm talking about. I actually have these written down in the note section of my phone pinned to the top. So anytime I need a little boosty boost, I open up my phone 
and I read these out like mantras and or affirmations, I guess. Okay, ready? Here we go. The moment someone finds my work is the moment their life changes for the better. People love, appreciate, and respect my social media posts, my podcasts, and my newsletters. People appreciate my content. When people find my offers, they think this is exactly what I was looking for, and they feel so excited to have found it. So those are some examples of, because I know the feeling of finding somebody's work and being like, wow, I love them. I love this. I appreciate this so much. I really appreciate the time and the attention and care that went into crafting this post or this email or this podcast, because now I get to, I get to reap the benefit from it. I love just being in their energy. I know what that feels like. And so I bring myself into that energy. And that's how I call people in. Because remember, you are a vibrational transmitter and you are broadcasting your signal every moment of your existence. And this signal is the point of attraction. And you have like so much power over that signal that you're putting out there. But if your signal is kind of like wishy-washy on the value that you bring, well, it's going to be more challenging to call in clients. And so I'm not surprised that a lot of the struggle points were, I don't really believe in myself. And also I'm having a hard time finding clients, right? They kind of go hand in hand. So hopefully this episode and the series of questions when you pick yourself through them can give you um, more understanding of how much value you bring, how much value your work provides. And if not, then it might showcase um, some ways to enhance your confidence, either through more of a mindset thing, maybe you join energetics of expansion, or maybe through more of a skill set thing. Maybe you need to enhance your training to feel more confident uh, to do the work that you really want to do. So anyway, that's what I've got for you. Come back Thursday for more. Check you then. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you got something from today's show, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.